Africa Brief, an overview of top economic stories on the continent with Victor Homueswana, author of Africa is Open for Business and Africa Bounces Back. Jumbo, Victor, and we start off in Ghana where Tulo Oil and their partners begin Jubilee Southeast Project with an oil production. This is the Ghanaian project. The Ghana, as you know, started producing oil around 2006. So these are the, the, the drillings that happened a few years after that commencement. It's a partnership still, uh, including Tello Oil, which is an Irish company listed in London, and companies like Cosmos Energy, which is an American American company, but also Petro SA, Elvis. And this is just the expansion of, of the Ghanaian oil industry. Traditionally, Ghana was known for its mining, for its agriculture. It's, if you know, cocoa is there, Gold Coast it was called. But the addition of oil just created a lot more excitement. But unfortunately, it started some exuberance that led to the current over-indebtedness of the country. But at least if the key industries are recovering and production is is returning to pre-COVID levels, especially with the addition of new projects, there should be hope that the, the indebtedness will be brought under control. And then Access Bank expand its reach in Africa. They signed a deal and they want to buy standard chartered subsidiaries in five African countries. Yeah, a Nigerian bank buying a British bank. Isn't that a story? Hmm. This is the standard chartered bank has been rationalizing its presence or streamlining its presence in Africa, moving out of certain countries like Angola, Cameroon, and those that they don't consider key. And they are focusing less and less on the retail sector. But Access Bank, which has got over 40 million customers now, Elvis, having started out in Nigeria and present in more than 10 African countries already, including in South Africa, is is on an aggressive drive to become a bigger bank than it already is. But obviously the growth in this case is not going to be organic. It's going to be through acquisitions. And when one bank is getting rid of its retail business, it's a good time for a Nigerian bank like access to to mop them up by growing it's going to join the ranks of zenith other nigerian banks like zenith uba and then of course the other west african bank like ecobank in terms of presence or number of branches and operations across the continent and the african free trade agreement is showing promise because now kenyans can travel to senegal visa free I like, I'm liking Dr. President William Ruto because since taking over, he has prioritized laws of bilateral trade agreements. He has done the same, I think, with Malawi or Zambia. So he's targeting key economies in the regions of Africa. Malawi and Zambia are obviously in the SADC region. Kenya is in the East African community. But they've also now started targeting West African economies, Senegal being the furthest when you go west on the African continent, being the gateway to North America and, and to a certain extent Europe is, is one of those exchanges. Now, getting that kind of facilitation going is good not only for the economy of, of Kenya or for travelers, but it's also good for the airline. Kenya Airways has been doing a lot of this. It's, it's already an established airline. It went through some financial difficulties, but part of its recovery means being able to fly to more destinations on the continent. And having visa-free entry for 
Kenyans and vice versa for Senegalese people in Kenya is good for the intra-Africa trade, as you mentioned. Free trade area, free trade agreements cannot work without free movement of people. And removing visa might be foregoing a small fee in return for bigger trade and a benefit that will be much more sustainable for the economy. Victor Homeshwana, the author of Africa's Open for Business, his latest book is Africa Bounces Back. Victor is also the executive director for marketing and communication at the University of Lampopo.